Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. I'm your host, Marie Sula. We're on to episode 55. Uh, it is Tuesday, October 18th, and we have the Aris-less episode. Victor, you are our new sound man. You make it look easy. We might never need Aris ever again. How are you today? I am doing excellent, man. Mm. No. In fact, I am doing glorious. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag that's Bobby a, Rude. That, like that's that. a pretty big... Uh, been a good week is what you're saying yeah nice, oh, yeah. nice. I'm, I'm happy to hear that carver how you doing <laughs> doing all right man how's everybody else doing i'm okay uh it's been a pretty uh pretty quiet week hey iris joined the facebook live oh, hi iris that was fast hey man <laughs> he missed us so much he just needed to be here in person if he could that's good i can <laughs> ask him a question i need to ask him later um oh i might be able to ask you Vic. Yeah. um hope everyone's been a pretty good week mine's been pretty quiet um i'll start with uh, what we've been up to because I've been doing that recently. Uh, I just finished, if you're following me al- along with me on Twitch or YouTube, I just finished up the uh, Uncharted first one. Uh, nice. Drake's, what is it? What's one of the first one? Drake's Fortune. Drake's Fortune, yes. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Um, I really just got into it like crazy over the past uh, few few weeks, or actually week or two, when I just kind of powered through it. It was really good. Um, I'm right now playing through the second, which is Among Thieves. And I'm enjoying it. Um, I can already see where it make you know it's better than the first one, where there's a bit uh, some different locales, different areas, um, because the first one's just on one island, uh, not the second one. You actually go from place to place. You've played those, uh, right, Vic? All of them. Yeah. Uh, quick question for those, and Eris might be able to answer this if he's paying attention. Oh, he uh, is. He, oh, nice. He is. Uh, he just said the show looks a lot less handsome. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if you go by averages, it's actually gone up. Um, now. The second one is that is this a Temple of Doom situation where this is a prequel? Uh, no, they're all sequels. They are no okay. For another. All right, interesting, interesting. Because the story is okay, interesting. All right, I haven't, I haven't. Uh, amazingly, I've been able to avoid spoilers through the entire series. Nice. Uh, so nothing's been spoiled for me. So I was kind of going through it. The beginning of the second one was awesome. Um, well, I will spoil it for listeners and Carl Bird if you ever decide to play it. Uh, in, a I, co- I, in a couple of weeks. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe I won't spoil it then. Ah, uh, whatever. You, it starts off in like a super awesome action piece, and it's literally like the first. Um, was that the, uh, the, sec- the, the second one, one. On the boat that you started with? That was the first one. That was the boat, yeah, yeah. That was okay. fun, but the second one starts even more at action PC, uh, which is pretty sweet. So getting through that, uh, enjoying it. Um, get a little frustrated if you watch some of the clips um, <laughs> from from the actual playthrough, uh, just mm-hmm. kind of like the cover mechanics, but the, you can already tell that they kind of clean that up in the second one. I'm only a few chapters into the second one, so I'm still working my way through it. Um, and one thing I've decided this past week, which you're both going to be very disappointed to hear, I think I'm taking a sabbatical from professional wrestling. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Wow. Uh, I was just reading from some of the stuff last night on Raw. Uh, the big, I know the big thing now is Goldberg and Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. and it's this one thing I could literally care less about, <laughs> beyond less about. And there's a part of me today, I was just thinking, I was like, I don't really watch right now. I just, I just read the stories. Everything I read, I'm like, oh, man. Like, I don't know. I don't enjoy what they're doing with Kevin Owens. I like Chris Jericho, but he's 45 or like 500 years old, and he's back in the. It's like, well, I just I'm just over it right now. I just I feel like I need to step back. I need to take a step back, reassess, and then come back later, which I've done before. Uh, as I stopped watching around 2000, 2001, uh, came back in 2000, 2011, I think it was WrestleMania 27. Mm-hmm. Came back for The Rock, stayed for CM Punk, um, and then obviously him him coming back would bring me right back into it, but. Uh, uh, today, I unfollowed a lot of Twitter Twitter wrestlers. I unsubscribed from R Squared Circle on Reddit. I deleted all my wrestling podcasts. I'm going wow. all in, Carl Bird. Wow, you really like just, you're about to just 
I want to break away. Yeah. I, mean, I, I feel like, and I think reading Squared Circle, some of is a lot of negativity on those boards. A lot of, you know, anywhere you'll see that. Like, ne- so don't ne- read the boards. I can't help myself. That's why I have to unsubscribe. <laughs> That's why I have to completely cleanse myself. I might still listen to Steve Austin podcast um, when he doesn't have the wrestler guests, but he still talks about it. Yeah. So I'm just trying to do a clean break because uh, I'm not really enjoying what they're doing on Raw. Like Seth Rollins with his weird baby face quasi turn. Yeah. Not really liking that. I wish he just had a clean turn. Mm-hmm. Um, the the women's revolution was literally just two women. Uh, Bailey's my favorite, and she just had a weird botch filled loss to Dana Brooke last night. Yeah, which I was saw that. Awkward. Yeah. Like, I really messed that one up. Um, and SmackDown, I was enjoying a little bit, um, but I don't know, it just couldn't capture me. And I don't feel like watching the independent stuff really, or the New Japan, unless they, because I know the, they have that on TV for American audiences, but it's like a few, yeah. months, a few months behind. Yeah, I saw I saw it at my client's house, like, he just had it on his DVR, I'm like, you got New Japan over here? Yeah, 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 but I heard okay. it's a little bit behind, so I just don't feel like keeping up with that, it, and I'm, I'm just taking a step back. I haven't, I haven't. Remove my subscription to the network, but that'll be the last piece because I did everything else. I'm just trying to, and even today, don't do like, that. even don't do even don't t- do all that. Even don't do all that. At least, well, at least stay for like the original programming. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that's not even a clean break, Cobra. And they'll kind of try to bring me back. I just, I just, I just need it because uh, every time I talk about it, I feel like I'm negative about it, mm-hmm. which I don't enjoy. I feel yeah. like I need just clean break, to step away for a month or two. Okay, so you just don't. I mean, don't delete the network. At least just, just don't watch it. Yeah, but then it's ten dollars a month, Cobra. You'll be all right. Well, <laughs> you're right. You got it. Well, how long do you intend to have this sabbatical from wrestling? <laughs> WrestleMania when he holds his party. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, I mean that might even be it because that's what April, so that's definitely yeah. a ways away. Um, possibly. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Uh, I'll know. I will know. Like I knew that today was the day to step back. I will know the day to get back into it. But I'm glad you guys are both enjoying it still. Or are you enjoying it? Uh, here and there. Mm. Yeah, like um, I, I I did enjoy uh, Goldberg's return. I did too. Night. Like that was just a that was just a it was just a cool moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it was cool. You know, like like how he said that. You know, Brock Lesnar, you're not next, you're last, because mm-hmm. he's coming out for one more match only. Hopefully, it won't be the shit show that it was 12 years ago. I was in 20. Gracious, Cause, that was awful. Because what was funny too is when they were showing uh, highlights of their match from WrestleMania 20. It was it was just like maybe like half a minute long, but it was literally just all the all the big moves that they did, did like the F five, the spear, the jackhammer. You would think that the way that edit that the way the match was edited together, the the highlights, you would think that that match was awesome, but the actual match was like twenty minutes of them just grunting and staring at each other. <laughs> no, they had don't forget they did lockups. Oh yeah, that too. And literally, the, okay, I'm gonna tell you this right now because I watched that. I literally have like three different copies of that. Of that match, <laughs> basically that WrestleMania, mm-hmm. the highlight of that entire match was both of them getting the stunner eventually. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's what everyone saw was coming from a while, you know. Oh, and the crowd too. Oh yeah, the crowd gave him shit because they they, they knew both of both of them were leaving. Yeah, and they, yeah. At that point, they just didn't give a fuck no more. Yeah, and plus Goldberg and Lesnar stopped giving a fuck. So yeah. yeah, at that point, Austin was the biggest baby face in the whole ring, <laughs> and he was the referee. Yeah, I know uh, Goldberg is doing it more for his son because he wants his son to see him wrestle. So yeah. I get it; it's cool. I just, I just don't care. I just don't care. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just so apathetic towards it. To, to those two guys and Lesnar, you know, and the the whole, I don't know, everything's so weird. Like the, oh, we're, they're suspending guys for these wellness violations, but then they have the guys that are temporary or part timers aren't subject to it. It's like mm-hmm. it's weird. I know he makes more money than anyone, and it's more just like a health conscious thing. But come on. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't like the way that they that Brock Lesnar gets to like the five star treatment and he's above the rules and everything. Yeah. I wonder if he makes really that. I mean, I'm sure. He, I w- I'd have to see the numbers, how much money he actually really does make, and compare to anyone else. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm just taking a step back. I feel like it'll help me because uh, I've been because I used to watch like every single week, get all watch all the pay per views, but uh, it's been trending backwards, and I'm just been too negative. So I'm just taking a step back. I did the same thing with football um, this past off season. Um, well, past two off since I should say. Well, actually, no, this past off season because like the deflate gate stuff, it just it was like an entire season and then like another season all rolled into one, and it was just nonstop news. And I was like, I just need to, I delete, I didn't delete my Patriots podcast, but I stopped listening to it every two days or whatever it was. Go back to your. I just need to take, I just need to take a step back. No, because Turbo, oh well, no, um, Tecmo Super Bowl isn't a game anymore. Carl Bird. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I took a step back, and then once the season kicked back, I was, you know, I was all in. But right now, I've actually just given up on the rest of the NFL. I still trickle in the fantasy here or there, but I'm not. Wa- Did you watch Monday Night last night? Monday Night Football? Were you working? I I was uh, I had it on, but I was back and forth between Raw and um mm. and uh, yeah, and the but the game, game was terrible. Yeah, that game was awful. They're all all these probably games are terrible. The, the 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 quality is down in the dumps. Thankfully for Carl Bird, the Cowboys are up. My Cowboys are eight. They're doing very well. I did eating. watch. I did watch a little bit of that game. I saw what you put on the docket too. My <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys are eating, all right? They are doing well. There's going to be a call- quarterback controversy. Kyle Bird is going to nope. be torn asunder. Nope. All set. It's all settled. Mm. It's Dak. Did, did they say that today? Yeah, there's still no timetable of when Roman is going to return. So, But one, what happens if he just Dak. wakes up tomorrow and he feels so much better? He's still got to practice and all that and get back into the wings. I do like that guy's name. Yeah, he played brutal. I watched him in the, in the Packers game. If, if anyone was affected by deflate gate, Victor, it was Aaron Rodgers because he's been terrible since it all started. Man. I couldn't. I couldn't even watch the game. I was so pissed. I was DJing. Oh. I was DJing, so I asked the person. I asked the bartender, "Hey, can you put the Cowboys game on? We just don't have a TV. The our TV just doesn't work." So I'm literally watching the game while I'm DJing, but on the Cowboys app, mm-hmm. refreshing the screen like every two seconds. That's rough. That was awful. That is terrible. Caught like the last five minutes of it, but it was just like yeah. We just we already like yeah they, the they, they walked all over him so there was really nothing to it and um shout outs to Wildman Congo he said uh, it sounds like you need a nice big hug <laughs> I do need a hug Wildman Congo of course he's the one that's watching right now well, as <laughs> I say I'm taking a sabbatical from professional wrestling yeah. uh maybe I'll have to go watch one of his matches that'll get me back into it also b- pick up his uh b- pick up his Wildman Congo tees too he has uh, nice t-shirts available so make sure you guys pick them up where can you get those. Uh, I really forgot. Is it Pro Wrestling Tees? I believe so. Oh, nice. Awesome. That is a good website. They got everyone on there. So, yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, so, so, Carl Bird, pre- please bring some positivity back into the show. What have you been up to? Well, um, this past week, other than DJing a um, kids party with only four kids there. <laughs> <laughs> that that, tri- that tripped me out, but I got paid. Who cares? <laughs> but... Um, no, nah, I checked out um, Kevin Hart's What Now special on at the theaters. Um, oh, okay. I mean, I did see it when he came to Providence, so I was like, yeah, let me see the actual finished product, you know, like, you know, in theaters and stuff, you know. And uh, it was still just as funny as it was when I was there. Well, this one was shot at Lincoln Financial Field, Boo Eagles. And... Um, yeah, like it was, so. Um, it was a much big, you know, much bigger crowd. Sold out a football stadium, so that's his history making moment right there. Wow. He had a video screen in the back, whereas um, when he was in Providence, he just had a big ass "What Now" banner, mm-hmm. and um, it was like, oh, 
he just um Congo just sent me the link. I'll be posting that up on um social media sites later on. So good luck, Congo. And um yeah, the state the special was hilarious. He had a nice little opening segment that was um casted with Holly Berry, Don Cheadle, Ed Helms and amongst others and mm-hmm. and him and um him and uh Don Cheadle had a nice little um back and forth going on. He's like, mm, I can be Iron Man. I'm the black Iron Man. <laughs> and all that. He was just getting Don Shooter pissed off. So, you know, it was um, hilarious. Um, a lot of the old jokes, a lot of the jokes just kept coming back to me. So, I was with my friend watching it and just kind of quoting them, but not like in its entirety. But, I mean, it was still, it was still like a, it was still a good time. Did they do more than just the show because it was the, the movie? Or was it just literally hit like a Comedy Central special. No, it was they had the little opening segment, mm-hmm. and then they had the show, and okay. then they had actually had like a little closing segment too. Gotcha. So it was like a big kind of like a Casino Royale thing. Mm-hmm. He was uh, Agent Double O Five Four, simply because he's five foot four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, yeah, I still I urge you guys to you know go check that out. If he wasn't here when he was on tour, go ahead go to the movie theaters, check that out. You enjoy it. Um, also, I managed to catch the Legends with JBL with Bruno San Martino. Oh. I love the, um, I just love hearing stories from the OGs and, you know, their experiences and everything from their point of view. So mm-hmm. that was always just enlightening. Like, he literally, like, was in, he was in Italy when he was a kid, um, almost got abducted by Nazis or somewhat. Oh. So, um, you know, he fled to America and just became the living legend that he is today, you know. And then um, this weekend, I actually caught it last night, but this weekend, um, the movie, the Lifetime movie, don't, don't judge me. Lifetime <laughs> movie? <laughs> Surviving Compton, Dre, Suge, and Michelet premiered. I'm not sure if you heard about that. I, I may have, but this is a Lifetime? It was a Lifetime movie, trust me. This movie could... Only have been on Lifetime. Okay, <laughs> continue. But it's basically it chronicle it. Uh, it's the story of uh, Michelle, who was a singer who was on um, Death Row, Ruthless Records, Crew Cut back in the day, and um, she was at. And it tells the story of her career and the um, the abuse that she went through with boyfriends, uh, Dr. Dre and Suge Knight. Mm-hmm. Basically, what um, triggered this movie was um, the simple fact that. None of this was mentioned in Straight Outta Compton. So, uh, I think we talked about this briefly when you guys reviewed Straight Outta Compton, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Did the fact that it was left out, like that yeah. was one of yeah. the sticklers yeah. to it. Okay. Her, yeah, the abuse that she went through, mm-hmm. and also the um, her the um, D Barnes incident that happened. Yep. Um, it stars uh, Ryan Nicole Brown as Michelle. Um, this one I actually found weird. Jamie Kennedy as Jerry Heller. That is like, weird it was just, uh, it was just off. <laughs> um, so um, I guess um, a no-namer named Curtis Hamilton as Dr. Dre, he had a much more built than um, Corey Hawkins did, mm-hmm. but um, kind of sound like him. But then as like the you know stories progressed, they're supposed to get older, and he just kind of lost it. He just kind of lost me with Dre. And um, R. Marcos Taylor, who also played Suge Knight in Straight Outta Compton, Play Shook Knight in this movie, so that was kind. That's was, weird. I'm not weird. That's interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting because I'm sitting there watching a the movie and I'm just saying, you know, he really looks like the guy who <laughs> plays Shook Knight in Straight Outta Compton. 
little while later, they show him again. Like, he really looks like him. Like, this is crazy. He really looks like him. Then another, then another scene. Okay, I got to Google this shit. Lo and behold, it was the same person. So um, Listen, if you got that, you can get that money from that job. You do it as many times as you can. <laughs> I didn't think he would do it because, you know, he gained, so, he gained some type of stardom with Straight Outta mm-hmm. Compton. So Has you he been think- anything since then? Luke Cage. What do you play? He played one of Cotton Mouse hoodlums who punched Luke Cage in the face. Oh, that was hand. him? That was yeah. him? That's yeah. funny. Okay. Ah, that's great. That's great. Yeah. And then Michelle herself was the uh, narrator now. The movie was, like, you. it was definitely a Lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely, hands down. Like, um, but, I mean, the acting wasn't great. The three best actors were... Uh, Michelle, Dr. Dre, and um, Suge Knight. Well, I guess that's a good that's a good <laughs> sign for the movie. Yeah, three I mean, main people. Everybody else is kind of like, eh, kind of mm. like half. At, it was it wasn't that great. Um, but Michelle was the narrator, so you can probably sit through it if you can get past Michelle's voice. Mm-hmm. Now, Michelle, I've been I was telling Victor about this, and I can I want to see a reaction right now, but. Um, <laughs> Her singing voice is amazing, mm-hmm. but her talking voice sounds exactly like this. <laughs> That's pretty good, girl. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I, at first, I thought it was just like uh, she was like pulling a rib on everybody, but no, that's legit. Really? Yeah. yeah. You're going to send I me could, a clip of that. Uh, oh, I definitely will. Um, I'm on the Facebook Live, so I can't. Yeah, yeah. Up. If we did a D&D podcast, you could have a character voice just like that, girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. But yeah, that's that. <laughs> that is her legit voice. So you know, the actress is doing that exact voice, which is you know, like in the beginning, like she comes into the studio. Well, she was found. Um, she was just singing, you know, working at a department store, and then Alonzo, who was affiliated with NWA, you know, back in the day, discovered her and says, "Hey, Dr. Dre's looking for a singer. Why don't you come down and you know, sing for us, whatever." So she comes, you know, she comes in, everybody's there, NWA's there and everything. So um, she, he's like, so Lonzo's saying, hey, here's our new singer. And it was like, oh, hey, how you doing? What's your name? My name's Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> and they literally just started roasting her. And then next thing you know, she got into the booth and she was singing, you know, she was singing. So, um, you know, she was singing some, she, they played her hit songs, um, Something in My Heart and No Lies, which I kind of been stuck in my head and been listening to for like the past two days. Um, but yeah, the movie sparked up a lot of controversy with, um, you know, Dr. Dre was suing, suing Sony Pictures and Lifetime and Michelle herself because I, I guess you can call it defamation of character because it, make it, it really made him look like he's just a crazy, drunken woman beater Mm -hmm. so um he actually did admit that he you know that was his behavior back then like last year before straight out of compton um came out he issued an apology um stating like listen this is um this is who i was back then i've been married to my wife for 19 years now yada 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 so um yeah so yeah when the movie came out he received like a lot of backlash Yes, I do Entre- recall that for straight straight out of Compton. You mean no for, oh, for this, for this current movie, one? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, like a lot of memes were going on saying, "No wonder why it's called Beats by Dre," mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. you know pretty bad. A lot of people starting to boycott. 
anything by Dr. Dre and all that, saying they don't care if he's reformed or not. Do people not know about this beforehand? But that's the thing. Like, a lot of people... It was pretty well known. Yeah, I knew about it. I don't... Wasn't but any like, of that stuff. But yeah. the millennials and stuff who are just now watching Straight Outta Compton... What do you mean, you millennials? <laughs> you know, the ones who, who really... Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, the, who weren't really old enough to yeah. know about those stories. So, um, yeah, they were really, you know, lashing out, lashing out on them. So, but then it's like... I don't know. I'm still kind of iffy about it because it's like there's three sides to a story. Sure. His, you know, his side, her side, and the actual truth. Mm-hmm. And the only way we can really get the truth is if we just happen to go back in time mm. and watch it ourselves. I say we all just keep making movies, but <laughs> each person's story. That's an idea. So did you like it better than Straight Outta Compton? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. It was definitely not better than Straight Outta Compton. But mm. it was. It, it was okay. Just it was lifetime. Yeah, they lifetimed it up. Well, I'm, yeah, glad, I'm, was, I'm glad she's getting her voice out there. You know, her side of the story. It's, yeah, it gets, but it seems like she's gonna there. be trying to like, trying to um like milk this thing. Like next is supposed to be a tell-all book mm. coming out, and she has a new album out. She like sung a little song at the end of the movie just to try to make it seem like she has a happy ending. But in all reality, you're still just kind of known as getting beat up by Dr. Dre and Suge Knight. Well, you know, she needs to make that money. Good for her. I would do the same damn thing. So, get it. I'd make a movie if I could. Lifetime or no. I'd put it on freaking public access, which, uh, yes, I have talked about that before, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd be all about that. All right. Good luck to her. Okay. And other than that, my Cowboys would just keep winning and winning and winning. They're doing pretty well. There was one yeah. loss in there. How yeah. about yourself, Vic? Did you watch any football this weekend? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I mean the football. I mean the, the the Cowboys. You know they're winning for now, but they're gonna go back to their losing streak like, like always. It's possible. Yeah. Um. And you know Tom Brady's still gonna cheat. But anyway, let's talk it's about possible. some other. I hope so. <laughs> He's doing pretty well. The funny thing is, I mean, I am glad. I am yeah. so he glad. Played the Browns. I am so glad. And the Bengals. That Roger oh. Goodell mm-hmm. finally broke up that conspiracy ring that he had going. Because mm-hmm. if it wasn't for that, he wouldn't have six touchdowns and like. Almost 800 yards in two games. Thank you, Roger. I, I, Thank you, I, Roger. You did it. You did it for everyone. You did it for the call birds of the world. It, it, it pains me to say, say this, but I did benefit from that in my work league. Oh yeah, I'm benefiting from Zeke, so I got you. Oh, I'm benefiting from him too. <laughs> in my work league. Yeah. yeah, we're all we're we're having a good time over here. It's it's all at this point. Like I said, the only quarterback that's suffering from deflate gate mm-hmm. is Aaron Rodgers. So yeah. sorry, Aaron because he liked to puff him up really high, apparently. <laughs> and he can't do that anymore, so we'll see how this keeps going. But, yeah. hey, gee, we should find other ways to cheat. Yeah, well... It'll happen. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, cool story, bro. Thanks. But, uh, but yeah, I've, uh, I've, uh, yeah, I've been up to some movie watching over this past weekend. I went to my local library. Oh, <laughs> wow. They still exist? <laughs> of course. Of Even at, oh God, I thought in the past year they all closed around the country. No, that, well, with Donald Trump, it might be. But <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> uh, my little political joke of the day. But mm-hmm. um, but no, I, I went to my uh, one of my Cranston library and mm-hmm. I picked up a few uh, Blu-rays. One of which I checked out was a movie that I haven't seen in many many years. I just wanted to see it just for kicks. Uh, I watched uh, Michael Jai White's 1997 classic Spawn. Hell yeah. 
which we've been talking about recently. Yeah, and uh, the reason why I picked that up from the library was because I know I was inspired by uh, Carl. You know, he was because you you, you revis- revisited the animated series from HBO. Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, well, I want to see what this uh, movie looks like. Does it does it still hold up or not? And I watched it, and oh my god, it sucks! Really? I, you- it, it was dead. Re- it was a dead regular basic movie, but for nineteen ninety seven, that was the greatest shit in the world. Did you like it back then? I thought it was cool. That's but, what it, it was. I mean, but it then, was cool. Yeah, but then and again, Michael J. White was always badass anyway. Well, yeah, but then again, I was thirteen years old. What the hell did I know about anything? But um, <laughs> that's true. But watching the watching the movie now, I mean, wow, that movie is just pure nineties cheese. Yeah, like the definitely. the the visual effects, especially when he's in hell, straight out of like a PS one N sixty four game. Yeah, like it was yeah. just horrendous. Well, I think right. a lot of movies, not not that many movies from the nineties, really hold up. Remember, I enjoyed Batman Forever when I was ten. Well, so, I mean, things well, I change. did too, simply because of Jim Carrey. <laughs> yes, he was really good in that. But if I watch it again now, I'm like, oh, this is weird. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I, it's I the never, 90s. Well, I never liked Batman Forever, but, um, but I mean, <laughs> but, but, hey, hey, I'm not a fool. <laughs> I mean, Jim Carrey was cool, but that was it. I mean, Val Kimmer was a piece of wood in that movie, but, uh, but yeah, man, Spawn was just horrible, and John Leguizamo. I forgot how relentlessly annoying. <laughs> How relentlessly annoying his performance was! I was just sitting there like, "Oh my god!" I I, I was tempted to just to just eject the disc from my PS4 and chuck it out the goddamn window. But was I, the clown still creepy? Well, not at all. Not yeah. at all. He's got this new. Did I did not? You know he really him. ate those maggots. He, those were real maggots. Those were real maggots. He ate them for that scene. Jesus Christ! I remember reading about that. Really? And, yeah. Being grossed out by he really I, ate those maggots. Well, he if they're dead. Well, he went above and beyond for a shitty role in a shitty movie. I know for Shawshank Redemption, when they had the maggot that he fed to the bird, they had to find a dead maggot because mm-hmm. I think I don't know if it was Peta. Don't quote me on that, but they, you know, they couldn't get the tagline like "No animals were harmed" oh, yeah. without that. So mm-hmm. that's curious. Yeah, and uh, it, it, and the, the, like the special effects were were horrible. Um, I thought Michael Jai White spent too much time outside of his spawn mask. He should have worn it more. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a minor nitpick there. It's kind of like the Deadpool situation. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I thought uh, uh, Michael Michael Sheen, Martin Sheen, Martin Sheen. Yeah, Charlie Sheen's father. Yeah. Yeah, Martin Sheen, um, good actor, but I thought it was miscast as the main villain. I thought he was a little too old to play Jason Wynn. Yeah, Jason Wynn seemed if they would have got somebody like Michael Jai White's age, mm-hmm. you know, it would have made sense to me. But oh, okay, you saw yeah, that. All right, yeah. sorry, Jess. <laughs> Jess was mad because I was blocking. Movies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like uh, I just hope that um, this new Spawn movie that Todd McFarlane is working on actually gets the character right. Because this original movie is just it's just pure booty. Would you like if Je- Michael Jai White replayed Spawn? I wouldn't mind if he did. He could All still right. pull it off. Because I thought Michael Jai White was the best thing in that whole movie. Like he did a decent job with what he was given. But that movie, man, it was it was in the dark days of comic book films. That's for sure. The nineties weren't the dark. Maybe they they were, they were they were. I mean, you had Spawn, you had Judge Dredd, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin. I enjoyed Judge Dredd. <laughs> Really, at the time, I haven't seen it really since. Exactly, then, things were good. They they were good you for its yeah. time. You can't watch it now. No, for its time. Like if you watch, okay, watching, okay, watch Mortal Kombat now. Right, that's a good point, Carl Bird. That a boy. Well, Get him. Okay, all right. <laughs> watch Mortal Kombat now and tell me you'd be like, it was. You would say it was cool for its time. Another one, Spider Man. They were cool for its time. 
They probably still hold Spider-Man, up. Spider Man, you mean like the Sam? The Tobey Maguire joints. Yeah, they, they still hold still up. Great. They still hold up. Well, the first two, two. the first two, first two, yeah, two. The third yeah. one's really. Good. I would say two was the best one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right one, okay, two, great, three. That's the only one I bought on Blu-ray, and I'm glad I bought it used. That was the only one I saw in the theater, and it was terrible. Everyone that ended, I was, everyone was, oh god, mm-hmm. I never felt like such a weird theater funk. Or I was just like, Ugh. Yeah, yeah, no, Eric Foreman as Venom. Oh yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> Told me, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, but uh, yeah, for the time it was pretty good. I enjoyed them. I enjoy. I mean, I enjoyed again. I enjoyed Mortal Kombat two as well. So <laughs> I'm oh. very easy to please in the movie theater. <laughs> well, that's that. that okay, much. yeah. Two, I watched. I watched back, and I was like, this was awful. Yeah, well, go back and watch any of your favorite movies from back in the day. Some you know? kids still hold some up. Whole, yeah, yeah. Not, I watched uh, Romeo and Juliet just for the hell of it back then. I was like, this was actually good. Yeah. I actually called Victor about it. I'm like, did you like it? Yeah, it was good. The 1996 one? Yeah. With DiCaprio? Yeah, Still I only good. watched it because I was in the playback in eighth grade. The but 90s were a weird time. 90s they were awesome. They were awesome, but they were just weird. Like, yeah. those Batman Forevers where everything's just, like, neon-colored, so mm-hmm. weird. But back then, everyone's like, yeah, this makes sense. <laughs> I don't know Well, yeah, Well, you got to understand, like, we were kids back then. We didn't know any, We didn't have a concept of good taste back then. I, I guess. Anything's a good taste for a kid. Yeah. It also probably should have been once in Spawn at 13. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this part. No, this one was harmless. Oh. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, no, the, the first one movie. No, it was rated R. Was it? Yeah, it was. It was rated R. That was the most freaking family friendly rated R movie I've ever yeah. seen. That's exactly what I was like, thinking. What? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I caught that, and um, yeah, and um, my time could have been better spent watching a better movie, but you know, it was, it was nice to revisit it. Um, I, I I put it in the same you know f- dustbin as Space Jam, but anyway. Uh, no that no no that's that not. bullshit. <laughs> oh bullshit! <laughs> no bullshit, Maurice. I'm gonna pretend uh, no, to be Ares. No, no, I'm gonna no, no, hold on. I have to be Ares. Listen, man. <laughs> Space Jam is the best thing I've ever seen. There you go. There's your Ares. <laughs> We've. Listen, Aris' taste in movies is questionable at best, but Space listen. Space Jam was juicy. There you go. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's Aris. You know what? Speaking of Space Jam, believe it or not, in November, I think it's November 11th, I believe, there's going to be a Blu-ray Steelbook edition of the 20th anniversary of Space Jam. Coming You'll out. be first in line to pick it up. I'm not picking that shit up. Are you kidding me? It's a Steelbook. I don't you know you love the fanciest of packaging. Hey, it's true. Another Aris. Yeah. Hey, hey, I, I, I do like steelbook packaging, but I am that's a waste for Space Jam. And also, Space Jam I, is awesome because when we had recess and it was raining outside, we either watched Mighty Ducks mm. or Space Jam. It was one of the two, and it was amazing. Yeah, high five time. for the That's right. Hey, that's what's up? Mighty, du- Mighty Ducks was cool. All right, I give mm. you that. Thank you. But um, Space Jam too. No, no, it's not. But um. I mean, it, it, like I said, Scoreboard. It, it was a, it was a ninety minute long commercial and nothing more. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I watched Spawn. I also watched uh, two other great movies over the weekend. Uh, first movie I really recommend that you guys check out is called Thirteenth. I started watching it and fell asleep. <laughs> it, it, okay, let me explain myself. Let me explain myself. Let me explain myself. You better. It was ve- it was extremely late at night, and I saw that you tweeted about it. Uh-huh. So I said, you know what? Let me check this out. I came from like a long night of DJing. Uh-huh. A long night. So I was like, you know what? Let me check this out. I probably shouldn't be watching this later at night because I know I'm going to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I fell asleep and dreamed I was in an activist group. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, I don't know why. It, that, certain like, things like that happened to me. So. 
Yeah, you usually drift off in movies. But anyway, 13th is the uh, uh, new, newest documentary by Ava DuVernay. She's the director of Selma, mm, which is an awesome yeah. film. And uh, this movie is exclusively available on Netflix. And I was enjoying it, though. Yeah, and, and you should. And it, it's a, I was enjoying it. It's, I've been meaning to finish it. Just. Yeah, it's, a, it's an extraordinary documentary. And it's about um, racism and how it's embedded, embedded in our penal system. Uh, um, the 13th, the title is taken from the 13th Amendment. Which, Lucky number 13. Yep, which is uh, the full, the 13th Amendment is, is reads as, as follows, quote, uh, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the U.S. or any place subject to their jurisdiction. So in this movie, uh, DuVernay uh, pre- presents the argument that since slavery ended, the 13th, the 13th Amendment actually created a loophole in which slavery would would just be would be still would still exist under a different name it would it would exist in the in the form of our prison system which you know as you as you know nowadays kind of disproportionately targets african americans and latinos and uh this movie you kind of see how um how the racism racist underpinnings of society kind of existed since the end of slavery from the, from the establishment of Jim Crow to certain uh, government policies like the war on drugs, Richard Nixon's presidency, uh, Reagan's, uh, Reagan's uh, demonization of crack cocaine, how cocaine was actually seen as more suburban and upscale, whereas crack, which is another form, was targeted for you know black communities and Latino and you communities. Shit down. Yeah, like crack was crack was smokable, and that and if you were caught with crack, you were charged with even harsher sentences than you would cocaine. Mm. And the, the whole and the whole movie is just an excellent uh, uh, examination of that whole uh, criminal justice dynamic and how how racially uh, problematic it is to this day. And uh, when when one half of the documentary also goes into like this um, extended uh, examination of this uh, this lobbyist group called ALEC, uh, I think it's the American Legislative Exec- Executive Council or ex- or I, f- I forget the exact ac- acronym of it, but ALEC, they're this uh, organization in which they have different lobbyists and they actually create they're they're like a group of corporations and they create their own laws and they use p- uh, politicians and lobbyists to to pass their laws in the Congress. And uh, one of the biggest ones that they did was a stand your ground law in Florida, which is known with the Trayvon Martin's death and George Zimmerman. And, uh, and the whole movie, like I said, it's extraordinary. So um, it's, a, it's a documentary that kind of will, will definitely kind of piss you off, especially if you have like this uh, deep sense of uh, like injustice and whatnot. So 13th is a documentary. I highly recommend. Check that out as soon as you can. Um, and, and, and don't sleep on it again. <laughs> I will Carl. watch it at a very reasonable hour. Yeah, yeah I yes. saw that. After yeah. and I fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was I'm watching so it. Good, then I fell asleep. So good. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a big fan of lobbyists. Yeah, they annoy me greatly. Um, I hate politics. I gotta get back. I, I once knew all the amendments. Um, I gotta get back into my civics stuff because I've yeah. fallen a little bit out of it. Um, but one of my favorite classes from high school was my American government class. I feel like it should be required for all students in high school to take at least one mm. because the 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 most terrifying voter is an uneducated voter yeah. which is a good majority of them mm. um so get educated that's all i can that's all i can say oh yeah civics is extremely key people yes yeah, sure. i took it in eighth grade and i liked it simply because it was easy well good i'm glad it <laughs> yeah. came easily to you but at least you have an idea of how things yeah. work like mm-hmm. everyone's oh everyone's you know there's always like the head the everyone knows the president federal level oh they blame them for everything when they don't write the laws 
They yeah. just enforce them. It's just the way to, you know, Congress. And mm. it's never my person. It's someone else's person. So yeah. people just need to know more. They need more educated. That's all. That's mm. all. That's all. I, that's all we ask. But yeah, the, yeah, and documentaries are a good way. Um, I know sometimes it can be a little leaning based off of what the person looks into. But that that person seems like a um, a solid uh, filmmaker. And oh, put the research and all that done as long as they cite their sources, which is one of the biggest things too. Mm-hmm. You know, cite where you're getting this information from. So that's always very important. Because oh, yeah. yeah, some of those documentaries are bullshit. Yeah, and this one is certainly not bullshit. Good, so, good, good. Yeah. So yeah, thirteenth, check it out. And um, another movie, one last movie that I highly recommend. Uh, it's a feel good movie. It's called Hunt for the Wilder People. You watched a feel good movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you know? la- last week, I, rev- I, rev- I reviewed a Queen of Catway. That's a feel-good movie too. Is there cancer involved in this movie? No, no, there's not. All right. <laughs> First of all, I'm gonna shut this meme down. <laughs> Listen, I do not like I do, yeah, I do not exclusively like movies in which people have terminal cancer. All right. I don't know. Aris started that meme. Shame on you. Fuck you. Let's move on. <laughs> Walk to Remember was a very good movie. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, it's a really cool movie. It's uh, directed by uh, Taika Waititi, who is the director of Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. He seems like a cool dude. Oh, yeah. He's a really cool uh, New Zealand filmmaker. Um, he also directed another cool movie I recommend called What We Do in the Shadows. And uh, this movie, Hunt for the Wilder People, it stars Sam Neill, uh, famously known as Alan Grant from Jurassic Park. And he plays uh, a guy who's named Uncle Heck, who is uh, who's, who lives in the uh, wilderness, the, the forest and the woods of uh, New Zealand and he's uh and after his wife drops dead he's uh he has to take it upon himself to uh take care of this foster kid this to death but go ahead yeah this uh I think this 13 14 year old boy who's kind of like a troublemaker kind of a near-do-well but he but he kind of you know he, he kind of has a good heart underneath and um and when and when uh when Sam Neill's character finds out, finds out that the authorities have to take uh the, the boy away to put him back in foster care uh so Uncle Heck takes it upon himself to to take uh take the boy with him into and and kind of hide out in the woods and and they go and and they're being pursued by the authorities. So it's like a it's like a manhunt movie kind of, and it's like and throughout the movie you kind of see them kind of bond, you know, and um, kind of get grow closer together. And uh, it's it's a really funny movie too. And um, the, and 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 the cinematography is pretty lush. Like it's very beautiful. Like New Zealand's a very beautiful place from what I've seen. And I like to and I would like to visit that country at some point, especially like from all the stuff that we've seen in, in uh, the Lord of the Rings movies. They have they have Lord of the Rings tours, yeah, which is definitely a goal of mine one day. And I'm pretty sure Hobbiton still exists. You can kind of go there and hang out and yeah, look around. Yeah, yeah, I would love to go. I just yeah. don't have the patience for the, for a flight that long. That is very long. Yeah. yeah, same with Australia. It's like 24 hours, something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah just like sitting that. in one spot, and and you know me, I can't keep still at all. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, Hunt for the Wilder People. It's a really cool movie. It's out on DVD. You can uh, check it out. Uh, I highly recommend it if you're into a good uh, a good comedy drama. With and it's it's always good to see Sam Neill, you know, still acting, still doing his thing. Yeah, hopefully he comes back for Jurassic World three, or mm-hmm. two, or whichever one they're doing. Uh, I, actually, I think I heard uh, Sam Neill. He says that he's not interested at yeah, all. Yeah, he did say that. that. But yeah. you know what? If they back up a Brinks truck to his house, I'm sure he could change his tune. What was that director's name again? Uh, Taika Waititi. Okay, because he he did say he's bringing some levity to the new Thor movie, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, he said that it, like, the Thor Ragnarok is going to be like has, it's going to have like an '80s vibe to it. Yeah, like a road trip type deal. Yeah, yeah, or an intergalactic road trip. But it's funny because when they first announced that movie, it's like, oh, it's going to that you know, Ragnarok is the uh, Norse. Am I saying that right? Like yeah. uh, apocalypse, like that, yeah. you know, the end of the world and stuff. And then it's like, oh no, it's a buddy 
cop movie essentially between him and Hulk. So mm-hmm. it should be interesting. Which um, goes on at the same time as Civil War, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, so it kind of explains why they weren't there because Hulk would just beat up everyone. Yeah. Um. So yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Anything else, Vic? Um. No, that's pretty much it. Awesome. Uh, some of the quick uh, news and items of interest. My number one news item: the announcement of Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. Yes. Uh, coming out fall 2017, and I believe a trailer is dropping in a couple days. Yeah, Thursday. Thursday, perfect. They uh, said the time, but I completely forgot it. Yeah, I so think it's like, like 11 a.m. Something like Might that. Be Pacific yeah. time though. So yeah, keep an eye out for no, that. No, it's gonna. It'll be no. Eastern. Oh, really? uh, the one I read was Eastern oh, time. I, I'm pretty sure it's 11 a.m. Eastern time. Cool. Oh, good. Yeah, they always yeah. do that stuff Pacific. I think it says where like the devel- a lot of the developers are. But that's awesome. Yeah, I'll keep an eye out for that. Um, me personally, I'm a huge fan of the Red Dead Redemption game. I didn't play Red Dead Revolver, uh, but I did play Redemption. But I, and I didn't play it when it first came out. It, I played like the Game of the Year edition, like you, you know, after it was super, you know, everything put into there. Yeah. And it had like their the zombie DLC and stuff. Yep. But I've been, I think, I know a lot of people are looking forward to this GT, uh, this Rockstar game for a long time. Oh yeah. Because they've done their GTAs, and it's funny because they would release a game seemingly every year, every other year, and then as soon as they did microtransactions and GTA and GTA Online mm-hmm. or GTA Five, they have not released a game since then. Yeah. <laughs> so this would be the first uh, new game in a while for them. But I'm very much looking forward to it. I was hoping we get the same thing with um, uh, Fallout Four, where mm-hmm. it was announced and then it was out a couple months later. But this is, looks to be a year away, which is upsetting. I wish yeah. that came out like tomorrow because I really want to play that out on an old West game. Yeah, and have you finished Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, That was the story was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. One of the craziest endings I've ever seen in a game. It, like, emotionally yeah. invested mm-hmm. in that game, too, so that was definitely a big, like, oh, shit. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah that, game's a, that game is a modern classic. Yeah. Like, I actually finished the campaign twice. Nice. Yeah. How about you, Carl? Did you finish it? Nah. <clears throat> Did you play it at all? No. Nah. It's good. Uh, it's a GTA nah. in the Old West. Oh, okay, cool. It's, yeah. it's really good. Open um, World 2? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And this one, I'm assuming, will be bigger. But yeah, once the, we'll see what happens with who who the character is going to be if they do it like GTA, where it's a different character, if it's a prequel, yada yada yada. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did. Was this? There was a fun DLC too. Where it was zombies. It was all right. I didn't play too much, but it was fun. It's kind of messing around with that. Yeah. Um, definitely an amazing game. Awesome story, beginning to end. And I will be playing this as soon as it comes out. I really want a Rockstar pirate game. I really wish they would do that. I think that'd be really cool. Hmm. Yeah, I heard a good thing about Black Flag, but oh. it wasn't really like the op- super open world that people wanted for like a pirate game. And but there is a, a new multiplayer pirate game coming out that I cannot remember off the top of my head, hmm. but I'll have to find that. But yeah, I really want a pirate game. Have you guys yeah. heard anything about um, Mafia Three? Yeah, like any reviews on that? Which they're usually pretty. Good. They've been pretty good, I think. Yeah, this guy is pretty mixed, kind of. Um, said that like the story is excellent, but I heard that like the the gameplay has some issues with it. Mm. Yeah, there have been some bugs, but I think they're working their way through them. Um, I usually go by Giant Bomb. It's kind of my reviewers of choice. They do these, the, these things. They're called quick looks, and so they'll get the game ahead of time, and they'll play it for like an hour, hour and a half, and they'll have a half, and they'll have a video of them playing it with their yeah. initial impressions and stuff, and then they usually write pretty good reviews. I don't think I've ever really been um, wrong by them. Mm-hmm. Wronged, I should say. You know, they're they're. I usually match up pretty well with them. They have good personalities. So, yeah, I've heard good things. I haven't played Mafia One or Two though, so mm-hmm. I can't really speak to those. Cool. But it seems to be a GTA-ish type game. Mm. Yep. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, another news: uh, Captain Planet film is in the works. Ah, yeah. Yep. Uh, with uh, Leo DiCaprio and Glenn Powell, they're actually going to be producing the film, um, and uh, they're, they're going to be producing it through uh, DiCaprio's uh, Appian Way Production Company. And uh, Powell is in talks to co-write the script as well. 
And uh, Paramount actually, uh, they're in talks to secure the film rights from Sony because Sony actually had the film rights for a number of years, but they never did anything with it. So they just so the rights lapsed. So Paramount's on on their way to get to get the rights. So how would they? How would they present yeah. this type of movie? You know, it's would it, it be a gritty, re- <laughs> a gritty reimagining of Captain Planet. I mean, I, I will say this though: like, if DiCaprio decides to step into the role, I smell a second Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was uh, and I, Captain Planet. Yeah, nah. But you know, it's it's weird because like I mean, on, on one on on one hand, it, it sounds random, but it makes sense because DiCaprio was very passionate about environmental issues, yeah. And like he was in a one documentary called The Eleventh Hour, in which he narrated. So, which is uh, it was kind of like an inconvenient truth. Talks about global warming. Yeah, I think so, I came across a commercial about one too. Maybe he fell asleep. Yeah. Possibly, <laughs> I think that I with lack a, a lot of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I think that with a with a Captain Planet movie, I mean, it's extremely tricky to pull off without being kitschy. I mean, I was just saying how much I enjoyed shit as a kid in the '90s, but even back then, I was like the Captain America or Captain Planet stuff was dumb. It, it was, it was, it was silly. It, it was really corny, but I will say, I won't. I'm not gonna lie that the theme song was pretty dope. I'm thinking about the theme song oh, yeah. right yeah, now. Yeah. That was one part they got right for yeah. sure. Um, if 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 um, they should cast Don Cheadle in the role as Captain Planet, <laughs> with, as, if funny or Captain Planet, mother. Yep, turn people into trees. But yeah, it's uh, well, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing more more news as it, as it go, as it develops. Yeah, I mean they can definitely make it like a giant PSA. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. If, they, if it's that's way too preachy, probably, that's probably. I think it will get to that point. Like mm. there'll be some action enough to like keep keep us, you know happy mm. or at least satisfied but it will get to that point where it just gets to the it'll sound like an it'll be like an action packed michael jackson's earth song oh god now, re- remember i am Feel the world literally the most average person in america and i base <laughs> the rest of america's opinions off of mine mm. and i will not be seeing that movie so it will not do well you heard it here first folks <laughs> just saying all right maurice makes that prediction we'll hold you to it uh, other news, uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them has been confirmed as the first in a five-film series. So it's not a standalone feature. How do you guys feel about that? This is weird. So Sure, whatever. If it works, it works. Yeah. I mean, I am I was a huge Harry Potter fan. Loved Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Midnight releases for all the books. Yep. Um, I've talked about it on the show before. It didn't catch on to the movies to like the fourth or fifth one. I wasn't big into those. Mm-hmm. I like that she's expanding the story in different ways, like with the cursed child. Uh, but that story kind of left a poor taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to see, see the play. Hopefully they one day take it around the world as opposed to just do it in the West End in London. Yeah. Um, and this is more of like a prequel. If they can tie it into the Harry Potter mythos or canon somehow, mm-hmm. maybe. But I'm And it's cool that they're doing like the American side, but I feel like J.K. Rowling just wants other people to expand her work and she like she did the script for it mm-hmm. for the first one anyway but I don't, I don't know it's a book do a book yeah i mean like, i think it would have um i know this it's gotten some fan backlash like for, with Not this really. news um because people are like five films all oh, you're just milking the cash cow yeah but, it's like um, all over again yeah and it's like if if it were if it were announced as just a book series five mm-hmm. books people people have been okay with it yeah there's a, there's other stories to be told in that world yeah for sure um but it's it's kind of hamstrung by the fact that it takes place in the real world, mm-hmm. um, like it's not high fantasy; it's fantasy set. You know, this one's set in America, and I guess the struggle—not struggle, but the 
trying to keep it, the magic secret from humans is a little bit different than it was in London. So that's kind of like the play they're going off of. Yeah. Where there's literally no communication whatsoever. So it's interesting. I, I don't know. I only really cared about Harry Potter, to be honest. Like I, I'm always I'm a sucker for the good and evil thing, mm-hmm. and I guess it depends what they do with it. But I, I'm probably not gonna be seeing the movie. Yeah, I mean, I was I was thinking about seeing it. I probably still will just to, just, to just to review it. I just loved I but loved Harry Potter. I loved it so much. I would read theories about the books. I would read mm-hmm. some fan fiction. You'll get in on that. Yeah, but. I liked it so much. But she, not, you know, I appreciate J.K. Rowling. I appreciate her a lot because she was an author that started a series, finished it. Mm-hmm. Not only did she finish it, but she like you know those book those were a couple years in between. Mm-hmm. You know she didn't go crazy and trying to expand it or, or at the time try to do these offshoots. She waited until her main series is over. Now yep. she's doing her thing. Good for her. Get it. She doesn't have to work another day in her life, but she's mm-hmm. still deciding to add to it. And like I said, I'm glad she's doing it in other mediums. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they'll expand it into different ways. So we'll see. But I kind of, I don't know, I would like another more books from her. Yeah. But maybe she doesn't feel like doing it. And good on her. She shouldn't have to. Yeah, but absolutely. I'm glad she didn't start feeling this way in the middle of the fourth book. Now I'm saying, Carl Bird. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at you saying, this is going to go back to George R.R. <laughs> R. Martin. I'm waiting partially, for it. Partially. Like, but now that she, you know, she's branching off into all different ways, and some people might not be happy with what she's doing with her mm-hmm. story, but it's hers. Yeah. You know, she yeah. did it. She, she, you know, so do what you want to do. Um, but like I said, I'm happy because she finished the main thing that I was most concerned with. So mm-hmm. good for her. Um, she did it the right way, in my opinion. Mm. But... <sighs> Maybe I'll and maybe I'll wait for your review, Vic. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. And uh, Carl, have you seen any of the Harry Potter movies? Mm-mm. Have you read any of the books? Mm-mm. I literally had no interest in it. Hmm. Just I didn't. Hmm. That's I unfortunate. I'm sorry. You missed out on a lot of a lot of magic. Over it's okay. It's okay. What was your? Oh. Would you? What was your favorite? Like, did you? Did your favorite series as a child, like young adults, or? I was honestly, I was like you a big reader. At that time, I was like really heavy into like breakdancing. Mm. I was breakdancing a lot. So when I was at my midnight release, you were breakdancing. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just so we're clear. <laughs> hey, man, everyone's got something. Yeah. Um, I would like to see that one day. I know you were tired. I knew you were out of the game. Yeah, partially <laughs> tired. Every time somebody brings me back, it hurts. Yeah. Bad. I did. I played some flag football on Sunday, and I took ibuprofen before the game. And after it was still four hours, four to six hours in between, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize how much it was masking the, the <laughs> soreness. So when I woke up yesterday, oh my god, oh my god, I didn't realize how many times I hit the ground. My biceps are still killing me. Oh, oh, the thirties yeah. is coming on me quick, Vic. Yeah, you old bastard. A <laughs> uh, couple other headlines: uh, The Walking Dead has already been renewed for an eighth season. Yeah, that's right. Uh, AMC has renewed the show for six, for season eight, which will consist of 16 episodes, and the season eight premiere will also be the series' 100th episode. And that's next next season. Next season. Yep, next okay. season. Uh, season seven premieres next Sunday, October 23rd at 9 o'clock. You guys excited? I, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, I'm, cu- I'm more curious about it. I'm st- you know, I'm still a Walking Dead fan, I'm mm-hmm. st- yeah, yeah. but I'm very curious. By this point, I just have not read the comics, so I'm yeah. not like, I can't be one of those, well, in the comics, this mm-hmm. this happened and this happened, like mm-hmm. how I used to be, so I'm sorry to everybody <laughs> yeah. that I annoyed with that. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just really, really curious, like, who was it that Negan yeah, kill- killed? And also, I heard that the, that the season seven premiere will feature multiple high-profile character deaths. So, dun dun dun. 
So mm. you never know. Maybe more. There's more than one victim at the end of Negan's bat. Yep. Um, I will say Lucille. that. I, I Lucille, yeah. But I will say that um, if they do kill off uh, Daryl, you might kill off the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like yeah. it's like a kind of like an Eddie Torres situation from New York Undercover when he died at the end at the end of season three. They killed that was off. It. They killed that show. That Stone was it. dead. And it. And then they brought in Tommy from Martin. Rest, rest in peace. Yep. Rest in peace. We still we still didn't find out what his job was. He, you know what? Let me let me like in, interrupt that. Um, Tisha Campbell Martin actually did an interview like some months back, and she actually confirmed that Tommy did have a job, mm-hmm. and really? he worked at the Boys and Girls Club. There was like an episode where um, Martin's old teacher was hitting on him. Yep. And she lied, and the teacher lied about it. And then Gina figured out, and she tried to fight the teacher. Oh, I remember that. But episode. yeah, it was that was involved with um, Tommy's alleged job somehow. Mm. But I still look back and watch the Tommy ain't got no job compilations on YouTube. Oh, I mean, and too, I did. loved every single minute of them. Yeah, great. That was that was a that was a fantastic show. Yes, it was. Yeah, but um, you yeah. watch Martin Maurice? Like Martin Lawrence? Yeah. I'm not really. I think I saw an episode or two. Um, one of my favorite movies of all time growing up, well, not growing up, I guess in like the mid 2000s, I think, what was it? When he goes back, back in time to like medieval times. Black 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 Knight. Knight. I love that movie. (laughs) I love that movie. You know what it was? It was like when HBO like first started getting big and like, and they used to just replay movies over and over again. For some reason that movie was always on. So I just watched it over and over again. I went to the movies to see that That's one. Great. I love that movie. You went to the theater to see Black I Knight. I went to the movie theaters to watch Black Knight. Good movie. Good flick. No. Yes. No. Yes. I thoroughly it's enjoyed that fun, movie. It's a fun movie. Yeah. It was fun. a That's stupid movie. Yeah, sure. It was. You want to know what Okay, you really want to know what was a stupid movie? What? But it was still Funny. It was on last night. I Snapchatted it. What? Pootie Tang. I, I haven't seen Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang is so stupid, but I enjoyed every minute of it. Mm. Dude, where's my car? Stupid movie. Love that movie. Another HBO thing. Like when Dark, when the uh, the Dark Knight came out, I watched it in the theater once and never watched it again. And then when it was on HBO, I just watched it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Same with all the Lord of the Rings. That's right. Oh, I watched them all on DVDs more than once. But mm-hmm. HBO, I watched them all over and over and over and over again. But the Black Knight, it's a good flick. I really like that movie. That was really fun. Well, <laughs> I mean, again, I have to see. I'd have to watch it again. Mm-hmm. But I was like 16, 17, 18, something like that. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. Shout out to Karina. She said when we was on back and back on the Walking Dead, she believes it's gonna be. Glenn, Maggie, and their unborn baby. Huh. <gasps> You're you know evil. You no, know, I, I I agree with Karina. I hope it's Maggie. I hope it is Maggie for that reason alone. That would be like scorched earth on that show. People, that'd be, yeah, exactly. People That's pissed. why. I mean, if you if you if you're gonna have the balls to kill a high profile character, you better go all in. And it, and if it, and if it means murdering a pregnant woman with a bat with barbed wire wrapped around it, yes, I will take that. Approach. You need Jesus. Don't, don't, don't give me this. You need Jesus shit. You need, right? some, you need some type of salvation. Bro. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm talking about from a creative standpoint. Have the balls to go all the way. If they didn't end the season on them, the death, they're not going to do that. They don't have the balls to do anything. They're too afraid of the ratings. That's why they the ratings is the censor board. That, yeah, that, yeah. They don't want people to Fit. bail on them. And you know, same thing with the. Uh, they'd have. They'd be worried about. Uh, People doing the commercials, like ads and stuff. Like you know, people aren't gonna—they're gonna be very upset if they do that. 
and I don't sponsors. Tr- That's sponsors. Thank yeah. you, thank you, Colbert. <laughs> I don't think they have the gall to do it. I can see it in a zombie apocalypse. Nothing is safe, but I don't see it happening. We'll see. Uh, I'm not like HBO. Yeah, they'll definitely do it. I mean, they killed the baby yeah, in Game of Thrones. That is true. That's, that's what point. I'm saying. Yeah. And, and nobody but this complains. ain't HBO. This is dead right. regular ass right. AMC. HBO airs classics like The Black Knight. Okay, <laughs> they know what they're doing. Another high five. <laughs> Woo! That was bad. Yeah, well, thank there you. We go. Much better. <laughs> well, that was a good one. Thank you. You know, all I'm gonna say is there is no accounting for taste. That's for damn sure. Uh, last uh, headline. Uh, video game voice actors may go on strike soon. Uh, apparently, um, uh, SAG-AFTRA, the Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Arts, that's the union for video game voice actors, okay. uh, they announced that the strike will occur on October 21st if the guild cannot reach an agreement with the gaming industry. Uh, SAG-AFTRA says that they tried to work out a deal with the gaming industry for over a year, but all their negotiations have failed. Um, uh, the reason the reason why uh, the voice actors might go on a strike is because they are, they want better pay, uh, they want uh, residuals and royalties because vo- voice actors don't get those at all, um, bonus pay for every two million copies of a game sold, and uh, two hour limits on vocally stressful recording sessions and stunt and to have stunt coordinators to be on set to work with performance capture actors as their main concerns. Mm. The only problem with this, I think, is that there's not too many very well known. I saw like a list of names you put on there who are supporting it: Jennifer yeah. Hale, Stephen Ogg, Will Wheaton, who's actually popular. But <laughs> there aren't many big names out there that they, they need to get behind it because people don't really recognize those guys. They mm. recognize the cartoon voice characters like Kevin Conroy and that yeah. kind of stuff. But yeah. they need to get a really what's Nathan Drake? He's uh, a popular uh, guy. Nolan North. Yeah, he does all sorts of voices. You need to get yeah. someone like that up in there, like him, Troy Baker. Those yeah, are the yeah, yeah. Ones. Yeah, so they need someone like that to really lead that yeah. charge. But because I'm yeah. sure they get paid a good chunk. Yeah, and uh, and one of the main concerns too with uh, residuals and royalties. Um, I read a story that the uh, main actor, uh, voice actor Michael Hollick, who was the who voiced Nico Bellic from Grand Theft Auto Four. Oh yeah, like he was paid a hundred thousand dollars for the role, but when the when the game sold millions and millions of copies, he didn't he didn't see one dime mm-hmm. of, of royalties from the from the sales. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so so that's games are tricky. That's tricky. I mean, yeah. how do they? Use, I mean, yeah, I guess it, I uh, the best point of comparison comparison would be animated films mm. type deals I, th- I would think yeah but I mean, think I'm not sure if the hours are longer but you don't really yeah. don't really think about it I mean because voice acting it's not new in video it's compared to a lot of stuff it's newer yeah you know they've been doing voice acting in movies for a very long time but mm. voiceover stuff in video games is still fairly new yeah so I think they got to work out like how the royalty stuff will work yeah yeah, yeah. how long these recording sessions are mm-hmm. you realize like how much that helps games you know the, the biggest thing about when Arkham was coming out and when they said, like, oh, we have Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill, like, that really brought gravitas to the game. Like, oh, this is legit. Yeah. This is going to be legit. You don't realize how good the voices are on a lot of these games. And playing through Uncharted, you know, I can really see that. The mm-hmm. voice acting really helps. Yep. Um, I hope they get paid. Hey, man, they do, they do the work. They should they should get their, their cut out of it. But it's also different because you don't have these video game developers, companies, they don't have quite the money behind them that a lot of the movie studios do. Unless they're a big one like EA, which yeah. I think you have on your list here. Yeah, like some of the biggest companies will, that may be affected by the strike will be EA, Activision, Disney, Take-Two, mm. and Warner Brothers. Yeah. It's like those the smaller guys to be worried about, but those guys, come on, pony up. Yeah. You big babies. <laughs> Fucking Disney. Get out of here. Like yeah. they sell Disney Infinity like balls, and then they close it down because it doesn't quite match up what they're used to. So, ah, get out of here. Mm. Pay up. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to also look into it a little bit more, but that, that's a... That's a Curious thing. I wonder if that because when they had like the Hollywood strike, a lot of shows and movies had just went stop, full stop. 
like mm-hmm. with the student video games. Yeah. But that put them on a full stop. So it's also there's a lot of different. It's similar but different at the same time. Oh yeah. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully they'll reach an agreement. If not, then some games will be definitely affected in in the near future. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of the bigger uh, releases of next year might be. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much wraps up the uh, news and headlines for this week. Nice. Uh, now we haven't really done a preview show this year for because you know f- when fall kicks off is usually when the new shows come on mm-hmm. uh, or new seasons I should say a lot of the <laughs> movies are kicking in video games for the holiday release uh, I think we've trickled on stuff as they've come through with announcements and stuff like that but we haven't really gotten into it uh, myself I watch you know I've been saying this harping on it Netflix originals as they mm-hmm. come in that's what I'm watching them yeah. um, ter- terrestrial TV or broadcast cable whatever I don't really watch that anymore personally I do I will catch up on Supergirl. Once the two Superman episodes air, uh, some of the clips I've seen have been pretty good. Um, but vi- video games, I've talked about it with the Final Fantasy. That's really it for mm-hmm. the new games coming out this fall. And of course, Doctor Strange for the movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's Marvel's yeah. MCU. The trailers are looking really good. Uh, looking forward to it. It's like a different take again, you know, than what they've done before. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, but that's and I I am. I haven't really jumped into an RPG in a long, long time, so I'm looking forward to putting hours and hours into Final Fantasy. And I know Eris will be playing it, as he's talked about. Will you be playing that as, as it comes out, uh, Vic? Um, I'm going to I'm gonna take a wait-and-see approach. I want to mm-hmm. see what the reviews have to say. Because mm-hmm. I totally skipped over 13. Like I saw that and just said, nope, not for me, not for yeah. me. But this one looks a little bit different for me, so we'll, we'll mm-hmm. see. But other than that, I can't think of too many games. I know you have a few in here, uh, Vic, mm-hmm. you'll be talking about that I'm really quite looking forward to. Yeah. Um, so we'll definitely see with that. How about you, Carl? Um, can't, I don't really have like the attention span or the patience for uh, RPG. So, um, true. I mean, your mom, but <laughs> 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 like Final Fantasy looks great, but I don't think I'll be um, getting into that. Um, definitely, uh, Doctor Strange is one. Um, it's, I'm really looking for that. It's been mostly movies, um, uh, Inferno with Tom Hanks, uh, the Dan Brown book. I've been. Oh yeah, Robert it. Langdon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always been a fan of the Robert Langdon series of books, so I'm. I have to read that. To that one. Yeah. Inferno. I get into it, then I stop, and get into it and stop. So I was like, you know what? Let me just see. I'm just gonna say screw it, mm-hmm. see the movie, and then go back and read the book. Um, the ble- the movie Bleed for this mm-hmm. with um, Miles oh, Teller yeah. and Katie Segal. That's what I'm looking forward to. I was actually. At the Civic Center, the, the Dunkin' Donuts Center, what people say. I still call it the Civic Center. Right. But um, I was actually an extra because I had nothing else better to do that day. <laughs> so, um, and came so close to meeting Kitty Zidane and all this. So, um, yeah, I was an extra in that movie. So, another friend of mine, too, uh, she, was, she was there. So, um, I'm looking forward to seeing that finished product. Um, I'm actually going to go see Rogue One. Oh shit! Wow, um, yeah, yeah. Nice. I'm not a Star Wars fan. I'll yeah. watch it once and be like, "All right, whatever." We'll have our little episode about it, but mm. I'll, yeah, I'll. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, yeah, Rogue. That's an interesting one. Rogue One. It is. It's the first. And James Earl Jones is coming back as the voice yeah. of Darth Vader. Yeah. So they did have the last trailer. Did spike my interest a little bit more. Um, the storyline trailer where they explain a little bit more for the main character why she's involved in the whole. Um. Mm aspect of the movie yeah. or the whole mission so that yeah that was really good um that's something it's interesting because like i said i want jess to see them all in order as a release but i could technically bring her to that yeah so we'll we'll see so what are you guys watching now we're we haven't gone back i know we're talking about star wars we haven't gone we haven't had a chance to to huh. finish them yet 
or watch Empire Strikes Back, which we'll get onto that soon. But okay, good, good yeah, work, bro. I forgot all about yeah, that. My main, my big thing is uh, Doctor Strange. It looks like it's just got to be a huge, a huge mind fuck, and I'm gonna enjoy <laughs> every single minute of it. Yeah, it's got that Inception vibe going on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and and, and plus, who knows? It might be uh, it might be the best uh, Marvel Marvel film or comics film all year, next to Civil War. I'm banking on that. I don't. Yeah, because what was there? Batman v Superman, which is not the best. Um, yeah, Deadpool. Suicide Squad. Deadpool, yeah. Deadpool's close, yeah. for sure. Yep. For sure. But that was, again, that was, that was something different. Mm. They did it. Yeah, they did something different, which I always enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot that I'm looking forward to uh, as far as movies go. Uh, one movie that I'm really looking forward to, I saw a trailer recently, uh, Denzel Washington's Fences. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember seeing yeah, that. Yeah, I remember, I remember reading the uh, play in high school. And it's a it's a really good story. Um, Denzel Washington plays this uh, this guy who's I think his name's Troy, and he's like this uh, father, and he's like a, basically a hard ass, kind of like a douchebag. And uh, his his wife is played by Viola Davis, and uh, their son um, is uh, basically trying to trying to trying to become trying to establish his own identity, trying to move out move away from his from underneath his father's shadow. But his dad, because his dad is kind of like. Um, is an embittered person who tried to make it in the Negro Leagues in baseball, but, but failed. Uh, he 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 sees his son trying to surpass him, and he's trying to trying to find some ways to kind of kind of encourage him, but also kind of cut him down to size, so he so he won't he himself won't feel you know inadequate. And uh, the the and the, the trailer intrigues me because um, uh, Washington and uh, Davis they actually won Tony Awards for the Broadway play. And uh, Denzel Washington, he's actually directing this the film version, which is coming out in December. And uh, the trailer that I saw, like, uh, we're definitely in for like an actor's treat because because uh, they're both great actors. Like, because when you think about it, like, I've never seen one bad uh, Denzel Washington or Viola Davis performance ever. So like, they, they they've been in like maybe a few so-so movies, but they've never done bad work. He was in Suicide Squad, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Davis yeah. was. Yeah. So I'm really looking, I'm really looking forward to this movie and seeing how uh, how it how Denzel pulls it off because this is his third his third directorial feature because he directed Antoine Fisher love that movie which is a good movie yep and uh, The Great Debaters which I thought was decent love that movie too yeah yeah there's actually a comic do comic that I am looking forward to it's the um, it's a new Iron Man but mm-hmm. where Doctor Doom is Iron Man yeah that's the new run mm. coming up yep. yeah so I'm I'm highly interested in that there was a few others that Reagan ran by me so I <laughs> I'll be making a trip to Rockoco very soon. Yeah, there's a yeah. few Star Wars volumes, like the the Darth Vader's finishing up. I believe that comes out October, November. So I'll be definitely yeah. reading that one to get the end of the Vader story at least, and then Star yeah. Star Wars a little bit. Um, there's another Star Wars book that's dropped, Ahsoka, but I haven't finished Clone Wars yet, so I don't really want to get into that too much. But mm. um, what the what made you think maybe think of another movie that I've been seeing the trailers for, and this is the first time I've seen a trailer. I was like, oh, I should want to see that. It's Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. Um, which is, it's starring Andrew Garfield. Uh, true story about a soldier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, World War II. Angelina Jolie's directing that one. No, Mel no, Gibson. That is Mel, that's oh, a Mel, Mel Gibson, Gibson joint. Yeah. Funny yeah. thing about that, which made me think of it, um, is on Facebook, <laughs> there was a, pro- a, uh, a promotion for it, or an ad for it, and it said, directed by the award, no, the same award-winning director as Braveheart, mm-hmm. but they didn't say who. Yeah. So I'm saying like, I'm pretty sure that was Mel Gibson. <laughs> so I'm back on the free Mel Gibson train, mm-hmm. um, but they wouldn't say who it was, which yeah. I think is hilarious. I heard that, I heard that Angelina Jolie. Oh, uh, she did, um, oh gosh, she did another one. It was about a, a POW. Oh, uh, 
Unbroken? Unbroken, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, okay. that, yeah. So that's probably what you're thinking of. That was also, I believe that was World War II as well. Yeah. Um, but this Hacksaw Ridge is about a pacifist who refused to bear arms in World War II and won the Medal of Honor because he saved like 40 people in yeah. one day. Uh, so it's a pretty amazing story, which I've, I've heard about, um, but I'm glad they're giving it the, the full treatment here. And mm. Andrew Garfield, I'm glad he's rebounding from Spider-Man. So good for yeah. him. But that, that's something, that's a trailer. Usually trailers, trailer, uh, trailers don't get me, but that one certainly did. Yeah, and uh, who knows? Uh, and Mel Gibson, he's a he's a very good director. Yeah, so, absolutely. So yeah. With, so at this movie, maybe yeah, shit. maybe we died in the theaters for Passion of the Christ. So yeah. I'm uh, ho- I hope he's so. Yeah, I'm glad. Well, I'm glad he's sobered up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he's um, he's made some changes. I free Mel Gibson. You know how I feel about that. Yep. Um, Hashtag free Mel Gibson. Yes. There's other people out there who've done way worse things. Uh, Roman Polanski. He's a famous director. Yeah. Do you enjoy his movies? Because he's done terrible things. I mean, I, I could still... I, I enjoy... If you just take all that out of it. Yeah. You just look at it as a director side. He's like, a good director. Yeah, he, he's a he's a great director. Mm-hmm. But um, it doesn't change the fact that he was a piece of shit. Yeah. 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 Way worse than Mel Gibson, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So people still see him, and people still support that guy. Why not freaking Mel Gibson? He said a few stupid things. And like I said, he's it's all because of him that the MCU exists. So we could thank him later. Yeah, I remember yeah. you saying I remember yeah. you saying <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Plus, I'm curious about another Mel Gibson movie, which came out recently. It's a new one. Um, it came out on Blu-ray. It's called Bloodfather. Yeah, like I heard it's like an independent feature. Like he plays like an alcoholic, uh, deadbeat dad. Oh, I want to see that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure he does a good job of it because it's, you know, some of his own. Maybe it's his own demons getting uh, you know bleeding out there. So yeah. I didn't know he was still acting. I thought he was just getting you know behind the camera now. So yeah, that'd be yeah. interesting. Yeah, interesting. Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, looking forward to that. I think it's coming out in November. November 4th, yep. Yep. Uh, what's another movie I'm looking forward to? One that I'm very curious about. It's directed by Tom Ford, the fashion designer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't help it. Oh, that Jay-Z song? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, he's directing a movie called Nocturnal Animals, which is uh, stars Amy Adams. And this is his second directorial feature. Um, he directed this other movie called, with Colin Firth called A Single Man, which is really good. And uh, this movie is interesting because it's, it's kind of like a weird thriller. Like Amy Adams is in it, and she's one of my favorite actresses. And she plays this woman who receives this manuscript from her ex-husband, who's an author. And the manuscript, uh, kind of, it, it kind of, I think it depicts like him, like him being the victim of some crime. And then she, the way as she's reading it, she believes that it's like, it's like a veiled, elaborate threat against her. So the whole movie kind of unfolds like whether or not this manuscript is really about her and whether or not her life is in danger. So that kind of intrigues me. And the fact that Tom Ford, you know, even though he's a, he, even though he's one of the world's most famous fashion designers, he's a he's an extremely talented filmmaker. So I'm very curious to see to see what he has in store. Dual threat. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll definitely review it on the on the show. Mm-hmm. Any shows that anyone's looking forward to? You know, new seasons that have started, going to start. Well, I'm I'm always behind on Arrow and all those because I always catch up on them on, on Netflix. I still gotta watch <coughs> that show. That with, yeah. Yeah, I'll be doing that with Agency. I'm gonna get back into Agency Show. Yeah, they got like, Ghost Rider on that. Yeah, and I, I've been hearing good things about it too. Mm. So it's not yeah. the, uh, jo- the Johnny Blaze one. It's right. the Robin Reyes. Which I thought was, yeah, that's mm. interesting. So, um, that's good. They can do whatever they, they can essentially do whatever they want with him now because yeah. he's a, such a new character. And uh, I Rob- have Robert no. Reyes? Who's, who's that? Ghost Rider. Oh, he's a new Ghost Rider. Oh, okay. He only has maybe one set of stories. His stories a little bit. He doesn't drive a motorcycle. It's a car. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I do not know what type of car. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw that he's brand new, and he has like one series dedicated to him so far in the comics. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty easy to catch up on. 
Um, and I'm, he's Hispanic, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. and I think it's like a son. He's doing something for his son. So that'd be that'll be interesting. Um, I'm yeah. glad the Shield got their own superhero. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Empire is like taking a little sabbatical due to the World Series. So. Uh, um, yeah, and that le- that left on a pretty good, pretty um nice cliffhanger. So I'm waiting for a baseball season to finally like hurry up and end. <laughs> yeah, it's actually been a pretty. I'm I mean, for the first time in a long while, I'm interested in the baseball playoffs. Even though my team is not there, our team. Um, I our claim, team. I, I claim the I claim the Yankees. Oh, good, good for you. That's yeah. good. Oh uh, yeah, our team's not there. Um, and I and. and I don't have this like burning hatred for the Red Sox. Like it's not a thing. More of like a '90s, 2000 thing when I was younger. Um, so I didn't really care if they won or lost. I like, didn't I, either. Same thing with um, with the Cowboys. Like I want them to do well because I, I I want you to be happy, Carl Bird. I like my friends to be happy when the Red Sox win. I, so I, I don't really care how other teams. I don't really. Are the Cubs still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I actually, if I'm rooting for any team, it would be for the Cubs. Yeah. It would be for the Cubs. So right now you have um, four teams left. And none of the, the Cubs haven't won since 1908. Mm-hmm. The Blue Jays haven't won since 1994, I believe. Because um, they went back to back in 93, 94. Mm. The Indians have not won since. Have they ever won? I don't know if they ever won. I know Cleveland, before the Cavaliers, Cleveland, the city, mm-hmm. hadn't won a championship in any sport since 63 or 64 yeah. with the NFL championship before mm-hmm. the Super Bowl even existed. Yep. And the. Uh, Who's the last team? The Dodgers haven't won since they moved from Brooklyn to Los Angeles. So it's a lot of teams that haven't won in a long time. Like the Royals last year, they hadn't won since like 85. So it's cool to see, and those fan bases are excited. I'm going to root for the Cubs for sure. Yeah. I want them to do well. Um, like I said, if the, if the Red Sox won, I wouldn't have been upset. Like mm-hmm. David Ortiz, him retiring, I don't, I don't, I hate the guy. But I respect <laughs> I respect his ability at the game of baseball. I saw I saw your meme that you posted yeah, on yeah. Facebook. <laughs> I I yes I I straight up hate him, but I respect his baseball abilities. And he may have used steroids at one point, but I don't give a shit. I love steroids, as I've said on the show before. Baseball like last year, the Yankees lost their wild card game one to nothing. It was boring as shit. <laughs> I need to see some dingers or some dongs. Get out of here with that weak ass stuff. Some what? Dingers and dongs. Dongs and dingers, Calvert. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter, fool. Yeah, so that was the first, like, fall baseball. Uh, I haven't really watched it in a long time, but I've been watching it. I actually watched it over the game last night. Mm. So, and, you know, some of the guys are really good. So it's, 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 it's interesting. Um, that's, I would say that's a fall, you know, end of the year, fall preview to look forward to because it's not something I've looked forward to in a long while. Yeah. So, and also the Royals, when they won last year, uh, they played some, I don't know, it wasn't a, they played little ball, like little, eh, it's boring. Yeah. Boring, boring baseball. What's really making me go for the Cubs is I watched uh, a 30 for 30 on Steve Bartman. Oh, yeah, poor guy. Yeah. I you know, is he like still hiding? I, he just, he doesn't, not hiding, he just doesn't want, he has no interest in and talking like, about it whatsoever. In, uh, yeah. So in 2003, did you ever focus on this, uh, Vic, baseball anyway? Nope. Yeah. So yeah, Cubs have won since forever, 2003. There was a pop fly into the fa- the stands, mm-hmm. and they say that Steve Bartman got in Moises Alou's way, so he couldn't catch it to end the inning. Uh, fun fact, Moises Alou has admitted that he wasn't going to catch it anyway. No. He wasn't going to catch that. It wasn't even close. And um, like an hour or two before that, Alex Gonzalez, their shortstop, who hadn't made like an error all year, made an error, and that would have ended the inning. It would have ended the inning. Go back and watch the game. Yeah, Alex would have like won the game. Yeah, I was watching that game. They would have went to the World Series. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Marlins won. And then there was a game seven which people also forget about 
uh, the Red Sox guy that went under his legs. There was a game seven, and he went four for four. So get over yourselves. I know they are now because they've won so many times. But um, they blame that one guy when it wasn't his fault. It was Alex Gonzalez's fault, which people seem to forget. Like th- He's probably like, thank you, Steve Bartman. You saved my life. Because he totally made an error. Yeah. They would have won the game. And then the Marlins beat the Yankees in the World Series. But who knows if the Cubs even would have beat the Yankees wanted, that year. People wanted to kill Steve Yeah, Bartman. he had to be – he had to, like, be – Oh, I feel Se- so like secretly, that. like escorted underground railroad style. Yeah, yeah, and wow. he did not deserve any of that no. whatsoever. And that's yeah. Oof. And I was watching that game live too. And Alex Gonzalez really got bailed out there. Mm. Fucking guy. Gah, mm. I don't like. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of fans like that. Um, I know it's been a long time, but then they just look for someone to blame. It's not cool. So I want them to win, and I want them to get make him a ring. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Bartman. But yeah. Um, I think he's not, yeah, not so much that he's underground. I just think people ask him for interviews. He's just not interested. Yeah. He think he's just living his life. People probably forget about him. Well, if they win, they'll definitely forget about, forget about him. No, they will. They'll, it'll, it'll come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they just won't hate him. Well, yeah, they brought, um, who's the guy that went under his legs? Buckner. Bill oh, Buckner. Right. Went under, under the Red Sox in 86. They lost mm. the World Series to the, the Mets because it went under his legs, even though the score was tied. That's another thing. They tied the game. So people just forget all these things. Uh, and then when they won in 2004, they brought him back to Fenway and everyone cheered him. So hopefully Bartman, hopefully everyone's over it. But it's been 13 years now. Yeah, we'll see. Sports are weird, Vic. Sports are weird. I used to really, man, I used to watch so many sports. Oh, it's really died down lately. That's, that's really fascinating. Yeah. 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 And the reason I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the Cleveland Indians, um, not just the Cleveland thing because now they're going to win everything, is Andrew Miller, who pitched for the Yankees, is now pitching for them. So. I want him to do well because he's a really good pitcher. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good, I think that's a good fall preview, um, everyone. Watch baseball. Now that uh, football sucks all of a sudden, watch more baseball. My good playoffs. Cowboys are doing great. Yeah, I'm just saying they do not suck. The NFL in general, it's, it's been, well, it, this ratings are down. Everyone's getting on Victor's bandwagon. Good. Uh, watch baseball. It's been a really exciting playoffs, which haven't, hasn't happened in a long so while. going to be what, two weeks of baseball? Yeah, it goes to October. Some, yeah, yeah. End, end of October. So, yeah, yeah, it's only about a month left. That's not bad. Yeah, because. When the Yankees finally broke the curse, it was on my actual birthday. Oh, really? Nobody wanted to hang out with me because I didn't want to watch baseball, but everybody else Oh, when the Red Sox won? Yeah. Yeah, nice. It was, it was exactly my birthday. Yeah. I was like, I they... was watching Collateral. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes if it goes, it'll go into November if, it's, if it goes like game six or seven of the yeah, World Series. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the Patriots lose. But anyway. Me uh, too. Let's, let's, let's move on. Uh, well, you'll be waiting for a while, so yeah. good luck to you. Yeah, well, I mean, there's. You even why you don't even watch them at all? You don't watch them win. You don't watch them lose. Well, I know, but uh, I but anytime the Patriots lose, anytime mm. a fan you know becomes all sad and bitter, it just brings joy to my heart. Mm. I mean, I've gone over the whole sports like getting mad, is that I'm sad. It's like eh, whatever. It happens. Yeah. They've won enough. I've seen all of my every team. They've all won. So yeah, yeah, you know, seeing you know fair weather bandwagon fans, you know, lose yeah. their shit. It's so yeah. awesome. That Shout out to Harris. That is a, that is a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, not here he can't you, defend himself YouTube. i said go at it you too yeah right i ain't no fairweather fan Get you, out hey, 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 hey. i have watched le- no you i left. have watched i have watched all my teams since the 90s like we've had this conversation before no, call bird i didn't leave anything left. i didn't leave anything i watched the patriots <laughs> and i watched four ers in the 90s because i played him in Techno super bowl and then as i got older and i watched with my family i watched the patriots i watched super bowl 31 in my cousin's basement i was like 10 years old actually I was, eight, I was eight years you old. Went from New England, went to San Fran. That's not true. Yes, you did. You That's told not me. true. I didn't tell you that. I said you I told played me. them. I said you I played them. Me, I said I played them in Tecmo Super Bowl. I remember what I told people. Carl Bird. 
Remember get out of here. Maurice Cerullo. Apparently not. <laughs> I think I talked about it on the show, too. So, yeah, and, you know, the Celtics, when they were terrible, um, mm. Yankees have never oh, been terrible. So I've been Did really he lucky. retire yet? No, no, yeah, he has one more year. And then he's going to retire as a Celtic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I don't really watch hockey, so yeah. screw those guys. But, yeah, it'll be interesting when the uh, when the clock inevitably turns and because it's, you know, it'll happen eventually what happened, you know, where those fans go. But it's been an unprecedented stretch of success. Yeah. Even the, I think the Cowboys, what are they, like eight, they went from, they were good from like 89 to 97. Before that. No, no, yeah, so yeah, back in like the 70s. 70s and stuff, but the 80s are pretty quiet. I don't think the they 80s, won in the 80s. We, no, we made, we made consecutive playoffs. Yeah, play, playoffs, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll be, it'll be interesting, especially in the free agency era. That's, it's supposed to happen. There's supposed to be ebbs and flows, Vic, but it just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Probably when Belichick retires. We'll or, see. Yeah, that's what's up. Uh, he does not care. <laughs> uh, so, any other fall previewy things you guys looking forward to? Video games, TV shows, not that I can films? think of right now. Um, I'll tweet them if anything. Um, oh, I will say one more thing. I'm looking forward to Dishonored Two. It's coming out in a few weeks. Oh, cool. Oh, and the PS and um, PS4 Pro. Oh yeah, uh, I'll be getting that. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's right. You mentioned yeah, that with the fake 4K. That's cool. I think. I don't know. I can't. Eris has to explain it to me. I always forget. Um, well, the PSVR, the virtual reality, which mm-hmm. I do want to get. Yeah. Um, but I'm look. I'm probably gonna look f- to see if there's no. a bundle with the PS with the Pro for that, yeah. so we can have a VR episode. I have a question. Do you think VR is is just gonna be a fad or is no. it gonna last? No, I think it's the future. Yeah. Unlike the the like the 3D crap. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a lot you can do with VR. I think they're just like kind of touching the beginnings of it right now. There's more to do. Hopefully, they keep putting money into it. That's what that's what's important. If they just give up on it, mm. that's one thing. But I think there's a lot of cool stuff you can do with that. I don't know, man. I, I think I, I think it'll have a it'll, it'll have a hot streak for a while, maybe like for half a year or or a year even. But I think ultimately it's gonna go the way of the connect. Yeah. Well, the connect. There's this. There was. There wasn't enough into it. It was like, you know, you, this is sort of like the idea of it. Actually, a lot of hospitals, I've heard that they, they can use the technology. Mm-hmm. So it's all about just continuing to develop. I mean, yeah. if they if the VR goes the way it should, you know, 50, Super Bowl 51, me and Carl Bird could be on the 50 yard line mm-hmm. watching the Patriots beat the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of amazing things can happen. Because they, they had one quick, quick thing with the, the, winters, the winter game. Underdogs um, again. No, <laughs> underdogs. The, uh, the winter classic for hockey, mm-hmm. they had VR. Like, you could actually watch the game highlights from vr which i think is really cool i think there's a lot of really cool things they could do smarter people than i will realize that mm. but that's in the vr is the the cheaper version you could put on a console so i think a lot of people are going to go for that because the oculus stuff and the vibe you have to buy a pretty power high-powered pc for that yeah. which i think the normal person like myself average average american will not do yeah i know i won't so yeah we'll, have, we'll actually we'll have a vr episode pretty soon uh once that stuff comes in i'm still waiting to see if there's a pro combo i can get with it mm. uh just with the holidays coming up you know that stuff gets pricey yeah, yeah. And uh, as far as as far as uh, I, I've been I've been thinking about getting a 4K uh, yeah. TV, yeah. but uh, I will not be getting one anytime soon because mm-hmm. I have other more important expenses to make. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel about the VR right now. <laughs> yeah, so maybe maybe this time next year I'll get one. But I just need you my PlayStation back. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't talked about video games in forever, Carl. Burn he's back in that. <laughs> I know it's been off. Yeah. yeah, so that'd be cool. Yeah, I'd be interested to get your thoughts and Eris's thoughts when you guys get the pro, but we'll definitely touch on that when the, when the fall comes. Word. Um, any question of the week, Colbert? Uh, yeah, I actually want to touch on uh, last week's question of the week, which was name a movie depth that has affected you. My majority of us said uh, Mufasa, and Victor's extra depressing one was from Million oh. Dollar Baby. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, our Instagram responder said, at, uh, ooh, almost deleted, <laughs> at Cancer on a Leash. 
said Ricky's Ricky from Boys in a Hood. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, that, uh, hit, that hit me hard. So it is. Shout outs to in uh, Karina as well. She actually replied twice. Uh, when Artex, the, her- the horse from The Never Ending Story, dies in the swamp of sadness. And when Little Fit's mother died in the land before time. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what was another sad one? Oh, that, those, are, those are two legit ones. Yeah. Um, oh, God. My girl. With her friend Thomas J. Yeah, no, you know what? That was the, not the death was sad. It was the it was the funeral. Funeral, yeah, he's yeah. Like, my, he doesn't have his glasses. His yeah, glasses. yeah, that hits you. Oof. That's probably one of the only that like was the rough. only only times that you can actually cry in a movie. Yeah, that was a rough one. When as it's a child. acceptable. Yep. Other than you, Creed. have you seen those? I haven't seen my girl. Really? Oh, uh, yeah, that was really bad. Mm-hmm. I've actually thought that over the like over the week I was thinking about this question I, and that hit me and then I was just came back to me. Yeah, yeah that was that was rough. I think yeah. every kid started. I think every kid yeah. was afraid of being right. at that point. Yeah, oh yeah. I, <laughs> ooh, I still hate them to this day. Still haven't sung yet. Mm-hmm. So uh, this week's uh, question of the week, we're gonna go into the realm of professional wrestling. So uh, oh, you may have to come back to this one. No, what wrestler would you like to have a biography? I just have to be. And who would, and, but yeah, like, whose would you want to read? The only biography I would really read right now is probably Vince McMahon. I just need to know all of his everything. He needs to write something. Yeah. I agree. I would say, or even an unauthorized biography of him. Nah, he has to do it. (laughs) I would say him, Vince McMahon, Hmm. and The Undertaker. Remember, he's the judge and the he's the judge and jury of wrestlers' court. He's like like the last kayfabe. Yeah, he's the, yeah, he's the, He's like the guy. He yeah. heads wrestlers' court. Everything, any decision goes through him before Vince, mm-hmm. especially like regarding the talent. So, and he's the one like, if he doesn't like you, nobody does. So I'm really interested to hear like his thoughts on like certain people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And not even not the WWE produced crap, just him. Yeah, 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 him. yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is tough. I mean, Vince, Vince McMahon and Undertaker are two excellent ones. Uh. Man, I really got to think about this one. If you say Shawn Michaels, I can let you borrow it. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, not Shawn Michaels, because I have his DVDs. Uh, Bret Hart has an excellent one. Great one. Yeah. I drove to New uh, York just to get it. Yeah. But I met I met Bret Hart as well. Yeah. Nice. Mick Foley and Chris Jericho have great books, too. Um, damn. And the Rock has an old one. I've read it, The Rock. It needs I've to be updated. Yeah. And that's before his... Big foray into the movies and stuff. Although I, he was someone I unfollowed today to get away from all the wrestling <laughs> stuff. But he, he just, just he, he doesn't well, even post wrestling. No, he just, just he over promotes everything. Mm-hmm. I get it. You know his social media empire is like huge, but it's always mm-hmm. something he's. Yeah, he ugh, just started. Man. He just started a YouTube channel. Yeah, YouTube, and he's got the promo thing. He's all over the place. Yeah. Oh, I got one. Uh, Kurt Angle. Ah, he has one. He does. Yep. Hmm. There you go. Huh. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right, so obviously, like ones that don't have a biography. Oh anything. yeah, I was here. Yeah. Oh man, this is so hard because like because all Even the Shane McMahon, Stephanie McMahon's Shane run... would be good. Yeah, because like yeah. what happened behind the scenes when he left. Uh, Stephanie, oh, yeah. I don't really care about. She's writing a book next year mm-hmm. or this year, next year, but it's gonna be you know WWE up the nose, and she's just gonna. I feel like she's just gonna like sing her own praises the entire time. Yeah. That's on. That's on me. Mm. Like I read uh, Martha Hearts, and it was just like every time she just every time they mentioned the word wrestling, she would just bad mouth it. I'm like, all right, you hate it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you know, what? I just can't read this. Shit. Yeah, I understand. She lost, you know, her husband. Her yeah, which is really understandable, rough. but yeah. I mean, Jesus, like Jesus Christ, like it was your life. Like it paid your bills. It got yeah. you your house. Like, 
Yeah. Oh my God. You guys are really putting me on the spot. <laughs> There's so many. Yeah. yeah. There, 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 there are so many. Um, even if it's like an older, yeah, I mean, it's, older. Um, you know what? One, one who I'm curious about is William Regal. Oh, that's mm. a good one. That is a good one. Yeah, especially yeah. with his drugs issues, issues drugs, all that stuff. Yeah. How he came back from it. Yeah, because I remember like he's, he, I think he did an interview. He said that like when he had in his last major push when he was Intercontinental Champion, when he was King of the Ring, yeah. he was actually being groomed to actually become the WWE World Champion. But he, but his drug problems, he got he got he got in his own way. Yep. So that kind of another one too. I would have loved to read was Dusty Rhodes. Oh yeah. Did does, did he have any biographies in? No. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. He's. I know he was a big promoter. Um. So yeah. Uh, a lot of good ones out there. Let us know what you think. Uh. If you don't want to, if it's if you don't uh, comment on the pictures, uh. We got Codex from Podcast at gmail.com. You know us on the Facebook where we got the live. Thanks for watching and uh, commenting with us. We really appreciate it. Um. Other place you can find us, Codex Podcast at Twitter. And hit us up just about anywhere. Instagram, just Google us. You'll find us. I still, I'm still i posting up my uh, streams on the, from the Twitch to uh, to our YouTube, and we're adding some more content on there. And the shows are going up there slowly but surely. Yeah, also, I want to show up to our new friends, uh, the Girls Can't Geek Podcast. Shout-outs to uh, Bunny and Sunny. I know they were watching us and um, tuning in and showing us a lot of love over the weekend. So congrats on your new podcast and showing us some love. Looking forward to more, guys. Yeah, we'll uh, share out their, their links for the social media as well. Uh, thanks for joining us today, everyone. We'll uh, catch you all next week. Later, nerds. Later. Thanks for listening.